a home to call your own, an investment property. Two simple ways to provide amazing financial and emotional security for you and your family. It's often one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever have to make. Hello, I'm Christina and welcome to the School of Home Ownership. I love being part of a standard family, but I'm also a multi-property investor, having bought and sold over 50 properties in the last 25 years. During that time, I learned how to make my investments accelerate and how to avoid costly mistakes. Now I know how to reap the benefits of good property decisions. Allow me to take you on a journey that mines the golden nuggets of finance and property insights. Learn the ropes here within the walls of the School of Home Ownership. Hi, my name is Christina Jamison and I'm from the School of Home Ownership. Today's interview, I have a special guest, Debbie Lin, who is a financial planner and we'll be talking about something that's very particular to our sandwich generation. That's my generation who you're looking after kids and will be looking after your um, elderly parents. So Debbie, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do in your company. Thanks, Christina. Thanks for having me. Uh, my name's Debbie Lynn, um, financial planner, advisor. They go hand in hand. Um, independent financial advisor. So I call myself like a GP of advice, bit of everything. However, I, I specialise in aged care advice as well. It's, it's such a stressful event to have to put someone into care. Nobody does it lightly. Um, it is complicated in terms of how to pay for it. It's why getting some good advice make, can make a big difference. And you've got all those emotions, the guilt, like I do not look forward to for that ever happening no. with my parents. Um, but it's so much going on and to have the finances and all that to sort of have to deal with as, as well. A situation recently where um, mum was getting worse with dementia. She lived in her own home. She had an investment property. Um, the family didn't want to sell the home. They want to keep it for the family. So they decided to sell the investment property because the facility they were looking at was a million dollars. Um, so, yep, one wasn't happy about selling it. But as I said to them, well, where are you going to get 100000 a year to pay for mum's care if you don't sell that property? So sometimes it's quite black and white, but there's an emotional decision to to sell a property or to part with something that's been in the family for a while. So, but at the other end, sometimes people assume they have to sell the family home. Um, and that's not always the right decision either because that can um, affect their age pension. Um, making that decision incorrectly can lead to higher costs and losing age pension. So it really depends on the situation, which way it can go. So you've got to really be careful so we don't lose out um, by getting that advice up front. Absolutely. And for example, what if there's an emotional tie to a property and they should sell? So there's, you're saying that there's um, a couple of options is that you will always have the right to choose. You can borrow from the government. So how does that? So absolutely. You don't have to pay, you know, the half a million dollar lump sum up front. You have the right to effectively borrow that from the government. 
So the government sets the interest rate every six months, currently 6.31%, so it's a high interest rate. But you're effectively borrowing that lump sum from, from the government. So, you know, it might be a scenario where mum is very, very ill and not likely to last very long. So the family might decide, you know what, we're just going to pay that interest in effect because we don't think it's mum's going to last, you know, six to 12 months. So, you know, they, they don't want to scramble and sell the property. Um, they're just going to just pay pay the monthly interest instead so so you do actually have to pay the month you can't capitalize on it you actually pay no no you pay you pay monthly yeah okay so it wasn't something i thought you could just postpone the costs and then when you sell the property so it's not like reverse mortgages it's basically you pay the interest you're basically borrowing from the government and the facility aged care facility will bill you generally monthly and they get information from the centrelink on how much to charge um, if there's a means tested care fee and they do the calculation and they will invoice you once a month and and take the money there yeah so um, if for example um, I haven't done my homework as you suggested that we talk about finances and talk about things before um, it gets too late so much earlier stage what what can you do like for example they might have a stroke and you don't know what's going on you don't know the bank accounts you don't know what how would you go about it well it is good to have an idea to you know to have an idea of mum or dad's financial position um if you don't you know you might go to their accountant um if they don't already have a financial advisor um otherwise it's a scramble to find out what's going on i recently helped um someone who we had to put mum into care and he had no idea about her finances and so I was forensically researching her bank accounts to find, you know, pension payments and there was some UK pension and what all the payments were to try and build up uh, a, a good picture of her, her assets, which we managed to do, but he just had no idea. So as I say, that preparation makes a big, big difference if you have an idea just where mum or dad's money is invested if they have any, the bank accounts, you know, what, what's where, it makes a big difference. And there's another thing that, um, one of the things as a mortgage broker I've got to be careful is um, senior abuse. So do you get to see that and how do you prevent it? And Because, it, it, you know, if, if dementia starts setting in, then how, you know, how does that all, you know, get affected? And... That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I must admit I did have one a few years ago where I generally, I don't always meet the person going into care. It usually I'm, I'm providing advice through their power of attorney, but I always will try and meet with, with the person um, if I can um, because, yeah, there is always that element of, of elder abuse and and money going missing and and all sorts of things so yeah that's it can be difficult but um that's that's rarely have I come across that I have to say that's good but I guess if you're all talking together all the siblings are on the same page that's probably the key just about every time it's they just want what's best for mum sometimes dad but mostly mum um 
they just want to make sure that she's comfortable and she's she's looked after so you know then it's how to fund it's sort of secondary you know sometimes I might say oh can we afford to you know we can't afford that you know paying 750,000 lump sum but then I do the figures and I say well actually you can you know I show you yes you can so then they know okay well we can put the we can place mum where we want to and that makes a big difference and can we keep our parents at home does does that come into it as well because I I get the feel and I would you know you always want to um, try keep your your parents at home as long as you can absolutely and the government wants you to keep to stay at home because it costs them less to keep you at home than it does to put you in an aged care facility. So they have various home care packages and different levels um, where you get a certain amount of funding to have services come to your home, whether it's it's cleaning, gardening, maintenance, transport, personal care, you know, showering, uh, a nurse or whatever. Just the, there is certainly home care packages available to keep you in the home is that there was another thing that we were discussing as well where um the the daughter was doing all this sort of um caring the maintenance of the property and as you were suggesting that you know go and focus on having the relationship with your parents while you can um and yeah there comes a point where you know everybody wants to keep mum at home she feels safe but particularly with someone with dementia or, you know, as I say, they've had a fall, they've broken their hip and they, the house just has too many stairs or, or whatever, or you're too far away, the decision might be made to go into care. And as I say, a, a recent client I had, I just said to them, I said, you need, you know, you have spent your day off going to mum's home and caring for her and cleaning the house and doing everything once mum goes into care, you can get back to being a daughter and actually spending quality time with her instead because you know she's being cared for in the aged care facility. So you can get that relationship back and it's an absolute burden lifted off, off her shoulders knowing that you know she hasn't gone wandering, she's safe, she's being fed. In this case... You know, a month later, the facility said, can you buy mum some more clothes? She's put on weight because she's been eating. No. You know, in dementia, they forget to eat or they forget to take medication. So often the, they get better before they get worse because they're actually getting cared for. So thank you for that, Debbie. So in short, just get advice and look at all our options. So be well informed and try to prepare at an earlier stage. So thank you for that. So if we want to get in contact with you and get information, how do we go about that? Go to our website, which is uh, liquidityfp for financialplanning.com.au. So if you want more information and resources, go to schoolofhomeownership.com.au. Thank you.